Hello, welcome Dr. Shishma Singh this side. Today we start unit 6, view from the field. Field view or view from the field refers to an orientation to the experiences of people with their inner tensions and contradictions which one seeks to understand and interpret. In fact, Srinivas proposed the distinction between the book view and the field view of the Indian society. He maintained that there is a book view of every major institution of caste, of joint family and of village community. Accounts based on field view reveal a distinct departure from the accounts drawn from the text. The book view of the caste system upholds the superior position of Brahmins in the social hierarchy while the untouchables occupy the lowest ranks. There are strict restrictions on commerciality and mobility. More importantly, the book view is projected as uncontestable and immutable. View from the field, particularly in the context of caste situation, brings out lived reality of the people. The articulation of what is contained in the scriptural text in real life situations. Here social mobility assumes importance. Further accounts based on field work reveal a distinct departure from accounts drawn from text in the sense that the latter bring out the actual working of the caste system at grassroots. This unit focuses on the operation of caste at the grassroots. In doing this, it departs from the earlier unit on the Brahmanical perspective on caste that dealt with ideas about caste contained in the secret tests. Where we will explore how caste system works in different societies by reviewing some field-based studies. Now let us move to the point an overview of caste situation in different societies. Many sociologists and anthropologists have tried to analyze the basic tenets of the caste system on the basis of their experience in the field. All of them have found new dimensions of caste that were either not present in the block, block view or caste system or was not specifically highlighted by the authors. Shirinivas adds a significant dimension to field-based studies of caste system in proposing the concept of Sanskritization and dominant caste. 
Sanskritization is the process by which a low caste or tribe or other group takes over the customs, rituals, beliefs, ideology and style of life of a high and in particular twice born caste. The Sanskritization of a group has usually the effect of improving its position in the caste hierarchy. The other concept that assumes importance in the view, field view of the caste is that of dominant caste, which he explains is one which is numerically preponderant and wields economic and political power. What is important to note is that the rituals status does not necessarily determine dominance of a caste group over others. Mencher analyzes the caste system adopting a bottom-up approach in the, on the basis of the field work among untouchables in Tamil Nadu. She argues that the functionality of the caste system is only for those castes that enjoy the privileges. On the other hand, the caste located at the lower ranks of the caste hierarchy suffers from economic and social exploitation. She reveals that there has been a protest from the caste located at the lowest rank of the hierarchy, sometimes explicitly at other times tactically. But the fact of the matter is that these protests were not recorded, so they do not constitute any significant historical evidence. One of the reasons why this happened was because the untouchables could never gather enough courage to lodge their complaint against the so-called upper castes. So they were economically dependent on them. In a study of the Jatvas of Agra was highlighted the fact that the Jatvas who once wanted to Sanskritize rejected the entire process of Sanskritization when they found other avenues of mobility. These avenues, he argues, have been thrown open by the process of parliamentary democracy and the possibilities of their political participation. In this context, the Jatvas Hitroto untouchables with a stigmatized identity have taken refuge in the democratic constitution of the social fabric in, in independent India. They assert their rights on the basis of equality and argue for provisions of equality of opportunity. Jatwas formed secular associations instead of traditional panchayats. They also contested elections by forming political parties and thereby tried to enhance their social status. 
they also attained political and economic powers that had been denied to them in the traditional caste system. In another case, Singh discussing patterns of Sanskritization reveals another fact about the rejection of the traditional caste hierarchy by the former untouchables. In his words, the third pattern in Sanskritization is even more important from a sociological point of view. Sanskritization in such cases takes place through increased puritanism and traditionalism in a caste along with rejection of the superiority of the twice-born caste. Certain castes of eastern Uttar Pradesh refused to accept water even from the Brahmins, considering them less pure than themselves. Similarly, in many other untouchable castes, the process of Sanskritization includes the rejection of some models of book view of caste system. In this regard, Cohen writes, Literacy has enabled the Chamars to relate to aspect of the Hindu great tradition through reading stories available in vernacular books Urban employment has enabled Jamas to participate in rituals derived from the Hindu great tradition at low-caste temples in the cities. Simultaneously, there continues an earlier movement, the Shiv Narayan sect, whose goal was Sanskritization. Another strand is represented by the celebration of Rai Das birthday, which now is in the hands of Chamar college student, who are among other things using political action. Their stories about the Rai Das have an anti-Brahmin tint to them and they stress right action and right principles rather than the more orthodox activities, worship and rituals. Another aspect that deserves mention is the protest of the non-Brahmin communities against the domination of Brahmins in different parts of the country. The optical position accorded to the Brahmins in the secret text was challenged. Further, we have noted that the caste system has often been considered a system which is maintained rigidly through the practice of endogamy and the ideology of purity pollution, ignoring conflict of power and privileges. The field view of the caste has however revealed that the caste system was very much influenced by political and economic factors. The study of the Nadars of Tamil Nadu is a case in point. Explaining the importance of caste in Indian politics, Rudolf and Rudolf reveals that the political clout can be used to change even the status in the caste hierarchy and many rights can be acquired 
which were once denied to a caste. They took the case of an untouchable community that is Shahanans of Tamil Nadu and explained how it could change the social status with the help of political mobilization and association. In their words, in 1921, the Shanans succeeded in officially changing their name. Their metamorphoses were wrought neither by the institutions of traditional society nor by findings of the legal system. Of the British state customs or the secret test of the traditional society justified Shanan's claims. It was the government of Madras that wrote their, this important symbolic change and its reasons for doing so were in considerable measure political. Nadars had brought increasing political pressure to bear on government to recognize the changes in self and social esteem resulting from a century of social change and mobility. Here we want to close this lecture. Thanks for listening.